The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So I hope that uh, the way the question was worded, what supports your letting go, made it uh, some ways easier to find the value of letting go. If I had asked, how do you let go? Some people would be stymied or wondering, how, I don't know how to do that, or, or what am I supposed to let go? But I was hoping that the way it was worded was, gave you a kind of positive entry point to the topic. So uh, any reports, a little bit, nice to hear from a few of you, any insights or new perspectives or anything that was useful that came up in the conversation, some brief statements, yeah. If you can use, use, use the mic and say your name, name, say your name first. One thing that came up for us at the end after we had talked about our experiences of letting go was what it's appropriate to let go of. Because at first we talked about how to let go. Right. And then at the end we had a discussion about what things are appropriate to let go of. That, that's a very valuable thing. What, what about the topic of what supports your letting go? Did you talk about that in your group? Uh, yes. <laughs> we did. <laughs> we did um, meditation. Uh-huh. Um, recognizing what we have to let go of. For Support. instance, in thought patterns, uh-huh. when a thought first comes into your mind and it's, it's something that you tend to keep repeating and expanding in your mind and making into a big deal, mm. the important thing is to notice when it first comes in, mm, nice. to let it go immediately while it's still small before it blows up into a tornado. Great, great, thank you. Someone else? Is there another mic? The mic on the stage there. Right here? Yeah, it works. Um, For me, it's um, kind of um, realization of the consequences of not letting go, Ah. really. and that was kind of uh, when I was getting divorced. I think that was the one, the big one. Uh, <clears throat> the pain uh, was so intense that it was actually easier to let go than not let go and continue. Great. So seeing clearly the consequences of holding on can be a big support for letting go. And part of the function of mindfulness is to have greater and greater 
insight or understanding or experience of what, it, what our hurt, what our suffering actually is. And there's advantage to suffering well. And, and that is that if you really see it well, then you're more likely to see that it's not useful and uh, useful to let go. But people who are too tolerant of their suffering and just kind of ignore it or deny it or medicate themselves out of it or something, then they can continue uh, behavior which is actually unhealthy. So don't be afraid to suffer. There's, there, there's, there's wisdom from that. Right. In fact, um, the connection to my body to actually have the, uh, fe- the felt sense of the level of the stress I'm in and how I don't have to really do that, you know, that, that, that's also helpful for me to let go. Great. So. Thank you. I just want to share two processes I got from you that have been... If it can be short. Okay, not to explain them, but just to tell two brief things. Um, Starting with um, feeling a resist, uh, not wanting to be somewhere I was supposed to be. And I sat down and I went through that process you called raft, recognizing it, acknowledging Uh it, feeling it, teasing it out. I went, essentially, I went through this process and took like 10 minutes to do it, and I really got in touch with why I didn't want to be there and how it would feel when I think about it, et cetera, and I didn't go. And I felt such a relief Mm. of letting go of not going. And then the other thing I learned from you that's made such a difference in my life is that don't make a story of it. So as soon as something comes up, I would go into a huge elaboration and then feel the pain from the story. And so like right away now, I I say to myself, I can hear your voice actually, but I'll say to myself, don't make it into a story. And it works, but it's taken a lot of practice. So so, so what supports letting go sometimes is having certain wisdom or certain slogans or certain teachings or certain practices ready at hand. And so raft is one, the the, the don't make it a story is another one, and carrying that along and evoking it can be helpful. So, So someone else. My name's Gail. Um, remembering th- uh, that uh, that this is human, um, this is something that other people are going through too, not identifying so much mm-hmm. uh, individually with what I'm letting go of, uh, but recognizing that it's um, it's it's just part of being human. So then we don't have the extra burden of that uh, somehow we're the one, only one who's terrible or whether, you know, that's, that's impossible to do because you're the first person in human history who... <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it evokes compassion more oh, easily, nice. you know, that oh. just, just like me, there are other people mm-hmm. going through this. So maybe compassion is a support for learning to let go, let go with compassion. Yes. Nice. Um, Sylvie, um, the non-judging was very important for me to let go. I realized that um, very often I stick on something because I'm judging it negatively. But if I actually don't judge, then it goes away. Mm. So, you know, I tell myself, oh, this is bad, for example, and I will keep thinking about it. 
Nice, it's wise. So non-judgment supports letting go. And so let go of non-judgment. So don't judge your judgments because then it's easier to let, <laughs> then it's easier to let go of them. In the front here, this. I've been reflecting lately on this um, embodied memory that I have of the last time I went under general anesthesia. And um, there's a lot of pieces to it, but, but just the, the piece that I want to speak to, I guess, is just the, the fact that I didn't do the letting go. Um, and that I don't have to do the letting go, that I can be a witness Mm -hmm. to the letting go and that there can be, you know, compassion and all these other Brahma Viharas holding space for the letting go to just unfold and I can, yeah, show up for that. So you can make the, you can create the conditions that allows for the letting go. And so one of the conditions is to see something really clearly. And sometimes if you see something clearly enough, it'll let go. And if you let go too soon before you see it, it's not really letting go. So... So there's a lot of wisdom sometimes in not letting go, but if you really can have mindfulness and really see it clearly, something will release. And then if you support it with uh, Brahma Viharas, with loving kindness and compassion and so forth, that also might make it easier to just let it somehow dissolve. Is that that kind of what you're saying? Great, thank you. So in the back, Sylvie, behind you. What you said, uh, to introduce this, when you said um, in the meditation, I guess, about being a companion Uh to the body and to the breath, that that was very helpful. And and I I coupled that with reading that when Ananda was asked, now that the Buddha is gone, who's going to be our teacher? And that he said, our body is our teacher. So that... That is very helpful for me to remember, and your addition was really nice to be a friend to this body, mm-hmm. because when I'm, it you know was helpful especially like today when I was more conscious of it, when I'm getting all these running off into all these thoughts and stuff, I I just go to a body scan, wherever wherever I can go to my body where I'm tense or where I want to thank that part of my body for no pain or whatever it is, when I'm really focused on that, there isn't room for those thoughts anymore. And so it's just like pretty nice. And then I have to let go of, is this okay to be doing this? (laughs) You know, is this really a meditation or am I dodging the issue? (laughs) So, you know, it's it's that kind of, that self-doubt comes in Uh and... But but I, if I just go back to, okay, what are my, what my feet like? Is my jaw... T- if I just really go back to my body and acknowledge it and thank it for for being such a good companion mm-hmm. to me, you know, that that I, is very helpful in supporting great. me. Thank you. And that, that reminds me that uh, one of the sup- great supports for letting go is keep it real simple. So stay, keep it simple, right? Just simple the feet on the ground, simple breathing. Um, it can be that simple. And because uh, sometimes if we think it's a complicated spiritual engineering feat, uh, you know, it's, you know, then it's hard to let go. So letting go of doubt, the, the, letting go of the doubt that it's not okay to be simple, just to be present. 
So, um, these four right efforts, so this morning we covered the first two, the, this afternoon we'll do the, the, the second two. The second two have to do with what we're going to cultivate, what we're going to evoke, the good states, the skillful states. And uh, now that we've so thoroughly let go of the unskillful ones this morning, we're prepared for the skillful ones in the afternoon. And, um, and uh, this whole, this framework of looking for uh, these four ways of approaching what we do is applicable in all areas of life. Any activity we do can be seen through the, through the framework of is this helpful, is it not helpful? Um, if it's uh, not helpful, I'm not doing it, then don't. If it's not helpful and you are doing it, if you can, let go. If it is helpful and you're not doing it, maybe do it if it's helpful. Help, by definition, it's helpful, right? If it's helpful. <laughs> and, uh, if it's, uh, and if you are doing it and it's helpful to keep doing it, then keep doing it. So it's kind of a way of looking at our life. And why, one of the reasons why it can be helpful to have those, that framework and those questions and to look at it is that then we're, we're not automatically being pulled into the default patterns of the mind. We're not automatically pulled into the unhelpful ways in which the mind thinks and reacts and decides how to do things. And there's a certain, certain intentionality involved, or sense of purpose, that yes, this is, this is useful, this is helpful, I'm going to give myself to this. Uh, there's a little bit more exercising of choice and allowing something to unfold. That in ordinary life, just business as usual, maybe we would just be kind of... Uh, uh, kind of flowing left and right on the currents of the mind. Whatever the mind wants to do, whatever it thinks, whatever it believes, we're off there and there and there. And so these four right efforts can be very helpful to kind of give us some sense of mastery of our life or some direction for it. Unless we are too neurotically involved in trying to live by the four right efforts. So you have to apply the four right efforts to understanding how you're doing the four right efforts. Because you can try to do it in the ways which are unhelpful. So, so the idea is always, what's, what's helpful here? What's useful? What's nice? What's supportive for you? And it is supportive for most of us to have lunch. And um, so we'll take an hour for lunch. We'll stop in here. We'll start again in here at 1.15. And for those who haven't been here before, the people who have been here before know how to set up tables in the outer, outer room and chairs. And there's uh, microwaves to heat up food if you want. There's um, tea to be had at the tea counter. And the drawers are full of teas. And, um, and I don't know if it's warm enough today, but you're welcome to take chairs and even tables out in the little parking lot if you'd like to sit outside. And then um, maybe about 10 minutes before the end of that, um, and we'll ring the bell so that we know to clean up properly. And if some of you are inspired um, near the end of that time, probably need a little extra attention cleaning the kitchen and tidying it up. And also if people are eating out here in the outer hall, before the end, if someone could sweep the floor, it'd be really great help. So thank you. Oh, and if, uh, if some of you are gonna leave early, I have this uh, handout of um, uh, some uh, reflections and practices on this uh, parami, effort or energy, 
and some quotes from the teachings of the Buddha about this topic. So I only have 10 right now. I'll make more during lunch, but for the people who are leaving, um, you're welcome to take. Okay, thank you. <laughs>